NBA Australia. How are you going? Hang on. You good? Bloody well hope so. This is NBA Australia. I am your host, James Clements. I'm a guy. I'm the editor of Code Bet. That's a very good website. Go check that out. Uh, what else? Fox Sports Lab NBA with my good friend Carlos Boozer and my other good friend Ben Dixon. Uh, you can see me in the paper. Code Bet Daily. All over the shop. Literally everywhere now. It's crazy. Jeez. Slow down, Jim. Uh, that's why they call me Corporate Jim. Anyway, I'm here at Larry Armour Studios hanging out, giving you the lowdown on all the ins and outs of the NBA uh, while ripping Australia just a bit. That's what we do. Says it on the tin. Uh, right. Weekend wrap. All-star starters. Embiid versus the Joker. Giannis is pissed off. The Nets beat the Knicks. Celtics Lakers had a big sook session. That was awesome. And apparently Jaron Jackson Jr. keeps getting fake blocks. That everybody get, got everybody up in arms, didn't it? Oh, yes, it did. Uh, only a couple of weeks before the trade deadline. Jeez, it's all going on. Righto, uh, we'll have all the weekend winners and losers for you. The NBA Australia game wraps. We've got a juicy side, but that's not a knife. Oh, mate, no, mate. Spud of the night. Better than Lonzo Ball, dickhead of the weekend. Got some year nazi unpopular opinion of the day. Now, back take house. Where we're serving up a flame grill take. I particularly like this one today. Just, you know, just a little concept. Uh, and what else? And Andrew Gay's Grand Mumber Award for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Excellence and the Australian Player Watch. And all the picks and previews you need to know about for the next few days. Sounds good? Good! Let's go. Episode 880 of NBA Australia. Let's go. This is Joe Ingalls, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the shark attack. Uh, you better, especially if you're Kevin Durant and his hairline. I enjoyed that. Uh, so, Shaq, look, this is like a, uh, if you've listened to this show for a while, the fact that Shaq is like, oh, if you're not a top 10 player in the NBA, I don't know who you are. Shaq, your entire job is to know fucking the NBA and you don't know who the fuck Rui Hachimura is. What the shit? Anyway, uh, point being, KD goes, Shaquille doesn't know ball. What's going on? Shaq says, I don't know ball, but I know how to brush my hair or decide to cut it when I was going bald. <laughs> Love always the bus driver. Absolutely loved it. And then KD, KD responded, Damn, I got cooked for asking a simple question. <laughs> Which is pretty funny. That's a great comeback by Kevin Durant, who is perennially on the internet, so you'd hope so. But uh, Shaq dropping the hammer <laughs> on KD for his hairline and uh, his bald spot it was pretty good. Good job, Shaq. Also, is it too much to ask for our uh, NBA commentators to actually know who the fuck these players are? Seriously, Jesus. I'm really entertaining. I'll just sit here and give choke shit. Yeah, right. Is it, like, good to know, like, anyone outside of NBA All-Stars? Maybe. Just asking. Jesus fucking Christ. All right, settle down, Jim. Never! Right. Let's start today's show. The way we start every show here in NBA Show with the daily. Oh, it's a whip around. That's right. The All-Star starters announced were on Friday. So the last show we did on Thursday uh, we didn't do a show last night on Sunday because uh, your old mate Jimmy over here was playing pub cricket. My body is fucking ruined. I'd also had probably too many beers and I was just a bit tired. Oh. Uh, 
So, yeah, we're doing this Monday Arvo after the games today. So, um, to, what are we going to do? So, that's four days worth of recapping. But uh, All-Star starters were announced back on Friday. Only a few weird sort of quirks in here. We had Kyrie, Donnie Mitchell, Jason Tatum. Not bad for a 19-year-old. He's like, what, fifth All-Star star? Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo and Kevin Durant, the aforementioned uh, hair loss uh, advocate, <laughs> I guess. Uh, the big one is obviously no Joel Embiid. So three three players into four spots, essentially, for that front court vibe. Uh, Joel was third in player voting, third in media voting, but fourth in fan voting, uh, which is interesting. So Tatum was the first in media voting. Just keep that in mind for MVP. I'm just saying. Uh, but Embiid copping the fan vote sort of... I find fascinating because he is one of the single most interesting characters in the NBA. He's funny as shit, but he does suck a lot. And he doesn't have quite the lovable persona, like unless you're like actually a Philly fan that does indeed a fans, which is kind of odd. But I don't know. Like Giannis is kind of a bit goofy. KD's kind of just a bit of a dick. <laughs> and Tatum is about as interesting as a fucking cinder block. It's like, all right, all right, but he's got a cute kid. Yes. Yes. Yes, he does. What's his name? Deuce. He actually posted a photo of him and, you know, just doing the old dad selfie. It's good times. Hashtag dad Strayer. Um, but either way, good on him. Joel misses out in the east. Uh, in the west, we had Steph, Luca, LeBron, Zion, and Nikola Yorkichello. Uh Meaning Sabonis got jobbed, Markkinen got jobbed, Jar Morant and SGA got jobbed. That's the thing, though, really. You can't say they got jobbed. Because the fan vote fucking sent those dudes through, right? Like, Steph and Luca, no problems, even though Steph missed a bunch of games. Uh, I probably would have had Jar ahead of him, but that's just me. Uh, Jar's been awesome. I'll tell you what, though. Zion missing out. You know, a bunch of games, what, 20 games almost. And the Pelicans were basically the one seed when he was playing, and now they're fucked. I'd argue that's a better case for him being fucking MVP. <laughs> Look how shit they are without him! I love that case. It's one of the great cases. It's the same with the Mavs, though. Like, they're barely above 500 with Luca until he, like, tweaked his ankle the other day. And uh, just imagine how bad they'd be without him. <laughs> But the Pals, yeah, they've lost eight in a row, so um, not great. Not great. They might pop up again later. Um, but seriously, uh, Zion MVP, question mark. Giannis and LeBron will be captains. We'll be doing the schoolyard, my team, your team, my team, your team, my team, your team, picking before the game. I don't think they're all going to be in the same room, though, which is a bit shit. So I don't know. I really want them just to sort of walk them out in the center of the court and go, and Yana's like, ah, I'll take this guy. And LeBron's like, I'll take that guy. And away we go. But oh, here we are. Other little bits of news. Miles Turner signed an extension. What? Pretty cool. I kind of like this because uh, what a two-year $60 million extension included $17 bucks on his salary for this year. How good is that? Oh, how about we give you a raise this year, Miles? He's like, fucking sweet. They can do that because he's uh, they're under the salary cap and under the salary floor. So as part of the extension, off they go. Absolutely love it. Um, 
It's really fun. It's kind of a. It's also that renegotiation bump of that seventeen million bucks on top of his eighteen million dollar salary already this year. Uh, basically, gets him through twenty four, twenty five, and essentially he's like a bit of a. Huh. I think we're doing all right here from Indy, so I kind of like that. Of course, Indy have lost nine of their last ten games, and Cyrus Halliburton goes out. There you go. Maybe he's the MVP. Other news, not a giant amount more sort of going on over the weekend. It was a bit quiet. I mean, there was the Tyree Nichols thing, so the uh, poor kid who was um, brutally fucking killed in the States, and every team sort of had a uh, statement go out about that. Uh, Really seems to, obviously, from in Memphis, uh, sort of a big, big, big thing for the Grizzlies, as you can imagine. Ja Moran had some really very, very, very uh, touching words about it, so... Yeah, pretty crazy. Um, the other sort of stuff. I mean, there was the hilarious sukathon that took place in uh Boston between AD LeBron, Pat Bev, Pat Bev getting getting the uh, camera to show the refs. You got a tech for that, which is pretty cool. Uh, but the fav- my favorite part was that the uh, the refs union tweeted out. Like everyone else, referees make mistakes. We made one at the end of last night's game and it's gut-wrenching for us. <laughs> this play will weigh heavily and cause sleepless nights as we strive to be the best referees we can be. <laughs> what? <laughs> sleepless now oh, we fucked up. I'm never going to sleep again. Now, what have I said here before in NBA Australia? Time and again. Referees miss calls that are in the last two-minute reports. If they get text rescinded, fucking fine them. Simple as that. If the players go against the rules or sort of go against the spirit of the game or get something wrong, they get fined. Give it up for the refs. Find their asses. Let's see how many fucking calls you miss or if you how many texts you give. If it gets rescinded and you cost yourself 15 grand, you fucking nonked. We got cheated tonight. Honestly, it's unacceptable, said Anthony Davis. It's cheating, says Dominic. I don't see it happening to nobody else, said LeBron James. It's just weird. Yes, LeBron James, who has never gotten a call in his life. Ah, oh, have a sook. That reaction was just, all right, pack her up, boy. Settle the fuck down, would you? Funny stuff, right? Let's do some uh, game wraps from the weekend, shall we? Yes, we shall. Game wraps. That's right, game wraps going back to Friday. The Knickerbockers beat the Celtics 120-117. Amazing win by the Knicks. I sort of picked them to uh, cover uh, Celtics. Sort of, you know, the depth is being tested and the Knicks are very sort of up and down and just sort of all around and forever bouncing, bouncing. Um, without the other Mitch Robinson, they've got, you know, Jericho Sims starting there. They've got Q Grimes as well. Uh, but quickly was really good. They held Jalen Brown. So he came back from his uh, missing of the Miami game earlier in the week, 22 on 22 shots. Tatum at 35, 14 and 4. But that's kind of the thing. You're starting Derek White. Suddenly it's a lot more Pritchard. It's a lot more Grant Williams, please score. And if they're not hitting shit, Brogdon went 4 of 14. Yep, you'll lose that one. It was pretty tough. They had chances. Uh, 
The Knicks, though, just outlasted them in overtime. It's crazy. Awesome game. Uh, as predicted on this here program as well, the Pistons beat the Nets 130-122. The Nets on a back-to-back. Kyrie had 40. Uh, wasn't enough. Ben Simmons, oh, I've hurt my knee again. Oh, it's a bit sore. Then fucking just slunk off. Just showing real grit, determination, and leadership. Oh, I've got to be somewhere. Oh, this is my second game in two nights. It's like, fucking hell. Anyway, uh, Hornets beat the Bulls. Did not see that one coming. Uh, 111.96. Like, this is it. You can't trust the Bulls as far as you can throw them. Lamello, he was just like, watch this, and did some funny shit because he's fucking chaos sometimes. The weirdest part for me was that, like, the Bulls didn't play badly, it felt like. DeRozan had 28 now, and Levine 18 on 19 shots. It was just, Vooch just couldn't get anything going against the Hornets. He was 5 of 16. Um, Raozai had 28. He's just a notorious Bulls killer. Lamelo went 2 of 15. He's, like, got a bit of a mention in Spud of the Night later. But, jeez, like, oof. How do you, 21 and 12 for Plumley, 17 for Gordy Haywood. You just shit the bed, Bulls. You stink. You stink. They stink. It stinks. Uh, the Cavs beat the Rockets because the Rockets are shit house. Star Soccer Judy Gallon at 26. The Mavs outlasted the Suns in hilarious fashion. So this is the game where Luka Doncic goes out with his tweaked ankle. Reckon he'll be uh, out for a little bit. Uh, They're going to sort of just sort of have a peep and uh, give it a couple of days. He obviously was ruled out for their next game. So they're kind of like, oh, yeah, Luke, it's uh, not too bad. He's trying to do some shots, and we'll see what happens. And you're like, all right, let's go. Can't Luca, what do you got? And he's like, oh, man, I'll be fine, I think. So, look, hopefully he's okay. It was a bit shit house. Um, the ankle is like the sort of, what, he's tweaked it three times either side, and this one's just another one. You're like, oh, <sighs> brutal. Thing is, they then bounce back and beat the Suns. It was hilarious. So hopefully he's back and firing. It's just like a sort of shitty uh, ankle sprain and hopefully nothing else. Like The x-rays are okay. So one of those ones where he, they're just going to leave him as questionable and uh, nothing else for the moment. So hopefully he's all right soon. Bit of a shit one. Never like to see injuries, especially to Luca, because he's so fucking fun, bro. Anyway, it was crazy how they won. Spencer Dinwiddie goes off, drops 36, just kept charging at the basket and getting fouled. Sometimes that's just good. They also tried to gack it away. They're up, what, 10 or something with like three minutes to go. And you're like, I think they're not going to get outscored by 11 over the next... Oh, shit, here they go. Suns are right there. The Mavs just settled, 99-95. It was a big one, too, contextually, for uh, the Mavs one. Without Luca, you got to get one of these wins. Uh, Clippers absolutely shit pumped the Spurs later that day as well. One thirty-eight, one hundred. Paul George for thirty-five. Oof, crushed him from the get-go. Uh, Saturday, the Bucks beat the Pacers one forty-one, one thirty-one. Giannis Antetokounmpo had forty-one in that one too. Uh, smashed the Pacers without, you know, Cyrus Halliburton and Co. As you'd expect. The weird thing is, like Indy, it's for them to put up. Like 131, you're like, uh, hey, uh, Milwaukee, you're going to play defense, guys? Miles Turner, had 20, Miles Turner had 24, 22 for Buddy Heald, 17 for Duarte, Benny Mathurin went off for 21. And you're like, I don't know if this is the game you should be playing there, Milwaukee. It's like, nah, we'll outscore him. It's like, yeah, right. Just as well. Patty Connaughton and Garrison Allen did some three, so they were laughing. 
Uh, good win for the Bucks, though. The Grizzlies lost to the Timberwolves. Woot, 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 woot. Ja Morant versus Ant-Man. Ant-Man gets the uh, 25-7-7. Morant had the triple-double, 27-10-11 in the loss. Heat, 110-105 of the Magic Man, the Battle of Floridia. Big comeback win for the Heat. It was huge. Uh, just stomped home in the uh, fourth quarter. Ran over the top of them. Bam was awesome. Big win because that was a pants-shitting in the process, and then they just turned... It's like they woke up in the fourth quarter and went, oh, yeah, scoring, that's good. Uh, Thunder beat the Cavs. What? 112-100. Absolutely fucking turned it on in the fourth quarter as well. Same vibes. 112-100, and they literally... Like, it was a tied game on the going into the fourth, and uh, away they went. Like, Garland at 31, my sweet baby Karras. I feel like he was throwing this game. But anyway, uh, no Donnie Mitchell and Giddy up and Shea combined for 50. Kids had 15 of them, but still. Shea was amazing. The Jay and Jalen Williamses, oh, God, they're good. The Thunder are awesome. What a fun team. Uh, and then the Warriors beat the Raptors 129-117. Finally, revenge for the 2019 finals. Uh, 35 for Steph. Uh, Fred Van Vliet of the Fighting Van Vliet. God, he's been fun to watch the last couple of games. He's just fucking on one, too. Uh, Sunday, we saw the Sixers beat the Nugs 126-119. Embiid just going hammer and tongs over the Joker. Hello. 47-18 he had. That's pretty good. Joker had 24-8-9, and just Embiid was like, fucking bang, check this out. Put his schlong on the fucking table and went, Andy, look at that. And Joker's like, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, it's very, very, very good. Uh, 122, the Nets beat the Knicks in hilarious fashion. Just Kyrie Irving had himself a game. 32, outdueled Brunson. They held on down the stretch. Knicks, look, I've been to so many of those Knicks and Nets games at Barclays. It's like 75% Knicks fans. That's changed in the last year or two because of the KD Kyrie thing and just like the draw card that they are, but wow. So anytime the Nets actually beat the Knicks, is big. Weird thing was, Simmons doesn't play in this one. I don't think he's ever lost to the Knicks. Undefeated! Never lost! Uh, the Rockets 117 beat the Pistons in. That's a great tank job by the Pistons. Let's uh, stick a W on the Rockets and we'll add another L. So now the Rockets are 12 and 38. Pistons 13 and 38 after that game. That was awesome. Bulls beat the Magic. A revenge! Love a good revenge game. Uh, this was also meant to be rivalry day in the NBA. They did, like, the worst job of, like, upping this. It's like, ah, oh, we've got Bulls versus Magic, because remember the trade? Remember the 95 playoffs? <laughs> Joker and Bede, it's like, they love each other. They're not going to go out and fucking bash the shit out of each other. And then it's like Celtics, Lakers, and you're like, all right, cool. Um, what about other noted rivals like the Raptors and Blazers, Jim? Uh, but Bulls Magic... Fun one, because Vooch woke up from his slumber at 26-13-6 and six against his old team. You knew it was coming. 32 each for DeRozan and Levine. Big stuff there. The Magic stunk. Had one starter in double figures. Franz Wagner went 3 of 8. Paolo Bancato, 3 of 14. He's had a rough weekend, the old uh, rook. Mo Wagner stepped up at least, but jeez, rough as guts otherwise. But that's good tanking by Orlando. Lose to the Bulls. Uh, Clips. Actually, no. The Magic have got the Bulls thing. They want them to keep losing, so they get their pick. Stupid Magic. Bad Magic. Bad. Uh, what have we got? Clippers beat the Hawks. I predicted this one on Fox Sports Lab NBA. Uh, Booze and I chatted this one out. You just had to lean with like the uh, sheer power of Kawhi. <laughs> and Paul George. And, yeah, 
55 points between the two of them, and the Hawks just couldn't keep up, right? DeJunte Murray had a bit of a rough one, 15 points on the 17 shots, 31 from Trey, but you have that moment of like, DeAndre Hannah at 14 on 13, 16 on 13 for John Collins. It's a total cocktail. But Bogdan not doing much, nine points, and he's just like, oof, not quite enough firepower because Reggie Jackson hit four threes and Batum did enough. Norm Powell did enough, and they just snuck it over. It was a good win by the Clips. Don't look now, but they're crushing it. Uh, Kings lost to the Wolves. Got a bit squirrely here, the Kings. A couple of squirrely games. Ant-Man goes off at 34, 10, and 6. Should he be an all-star? No. No, he shouldn't. Not ahead of Josh Giddy. The mop top mama Sabona should have been though. 23 and 10 in that one. Wizards beat the Pelicans 113, 103, because the Pelicans stink. They I mean, seriously, you look at this game. You I was watching a bit of this. I'm like, what are they what are what are they doing? I mean, what the hell was that? What was that? What the hell was that? I ask you. Uh the Suns eked past the Spurs in overtime by 10, 128, 118. Chris Paul goes off. Beat the Spurs. Big rivalry game, I guess. Celtics, Lakers, Avasuk, everybody. Jalen Brown hit some free throws. Amazing vibes. LeBron did get fouled. Let's all settle down. He also traveled. Pat Bev should also pull his head in. But also, that was funny. It was a game of multitudes. 125-121. Great game. It had everything. It was awesome. There were 36 points in the overtime. 36. It was unbelievable. It's also one of those things where you're like, yeah, look, you know, Anthony Davis comes back, plays his 34 minutes, looks awesome at times, pretty scrappy at other. Brown goes off, 37. Tatum has 30. Didn't shoot great. Brogdon stepped back up. He had the 26. Derek White, like these just questions that sort of float around this Celtics team from time to time. We're like, all right, Tatum and Brown, if they're firing, like you realize how important Marcus Smart is to this team very fucking quickly. And you're like, yeah, Brogdon can step up, but if Derek White's kind of just doing enough, there's one dude that they're short. You know, it's not Hauser, it's not Pritchard. It's like one of those weird games where it's like, should we, sh- should we play Blake Griffin? It's like, maybe. <laughs> it was a good game. It was a really fun game. Lonnie Walker came back. It's good to see him back out there and uh, whatnot. Rusty Westbrook tried his hardest to lose that one for the Lakers and Succeeded, so good job. Uh, the Mavericks lost to the Yaz, 108-100. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie just going off 35 against the finisher, Lowry Markham, 29. Precious went bang on the Blazers, 27-13, and 123-105. The Raptors beat the piss out of the Blazers yesterday. It was a smashing. And then today, this morning, we had the Hornets beat the Heat because fucking why not? The Hornets can't even tank properly. <laughs> That's how bad they are. Jimmy Butler at 28. Bam at the 17, 4 and 6. There goes my Tyler Hero at 24. And you're like, all right, hey, Victor Oladipo, do you want to hit a shot? He's like, no. 4 and 12, 9 points. Brutal. Terry Rose at 31 again. He's on a heater, a.k.a. the please don't trade me or the please trade me. Depends on your, uh, your read of it. But... Otherwise, P.J. Hamilton, Washington, 27. And that's a crazy win by the Hornets. 122-117. You love to see it. The Grizzlies smashed the paces, finally breaking their five-game losing streak. 112-100. Benny Mathurin with another 27. Making a late run again. Just throwing his name back into the ring for uh, Rookie of the Year is Benny. Uh, the Cavs smash a to the Clippers. You could have predicted this one uh, like a 
a couple of miles off, I reckon. Rested both Paul George and Kawhi. Because <laughs> heaven forbid an NBA player play on a fucking back-to-back. Oh, but I'm a superstar. I've got to look after myself. Fucking, yeah, tell that to the good people of Cleveland, you pricks. Jesus. Cleveland! Showing up going, yeah, cool, Kawhi and Paul George. Oh, no one's here. Same thing's happening in Brooklyn tomorrow, right? Lakers like, yeah, we're not going to play LeBron and AD. Are they injured? No. It's, oh, maybe a little. <laughs> Fuck off. Ugh. Anyway, Donnie Mitchell came back at 11 points. Garland at 16. 29 for Chetty the Jedi. Chetty the Jetty? Chetty Osman. Chetty. Yeah, 29. Went 7 to 7 from 3. Loved it. Uh, and the last one, the Bucks, 135. The Pelicans, 110. Yana Santacumpo. A 50 burger. That was pretty tasty. I'll tell you that much. I mean, oh, Lord. This is ridiculous. Oh, oh Lord. Oh, Lord. 50 points, 13 rebounds, 4 assists, 20 of 26 he went. Nails a 3 to get to the 50. 3 or 4 from downtown in the end, actually. Awesome game. Uh, Giannis is just fucking ridiculous. All right, let's do some winners and losers from the weekend. Oh, my God. I won. I won. Recapping our day's top story, the winner of today's state lottery is me, me, Ken Brockman. Can we get a shot of me? There you go. There you go. In other news, uh, tragic mix-up today in Cleveland. Many people killed. Uh, Goodbye. (laughs) That's one of the great jobs. Uh, Weekend winners and losers. Uh, Let's fly through these ones as sixes. That was a statement game against the uh, Nuggets. You love to see those sorts of games as well from the Sixers because they do so often just shit down their own legs, don't they? So when they stepped up and went, actually, let's go hammer and tongs against this team, you're like, holy shit, that's seven in a row they've now won. Uh, That's the biggest winning streak in the NBA. And they're only two and a half games back of Boston at the top now, which is pretty gnarly. Uh, Essentially equal on, you know, percentage, essentially with the Bucks. Uh, Bucks have played a couple more games, but that's the sort of crucial edge that the Sixers probably need. They need, I would say, to be the two seed to give themselves a shot to get through this first and second round of the playoffs, right? Uh, because if they go to like Milwaukee, Brooklyn maybe not so much because they'll go into Brooklyn going, yeah, we can definitely win here. Milwaukee maybe not so much. Philly need to get a one or two seed, I think, this year to have a real hope of actually making some noise in the playoffs. But the thing is, they're kind of doing this little run right now real quiet, which is awesome. It's exactly what they need. Just think of the last five years of Sixers basketball. It's just been nothing but fucking noise and dumb fuckery. This is great. Good job, Sixers. I mean, fuck James Harden, but he's playing really well. <laughs> Maxi, same sort of shit. It's going to be like nut crunch time. Can they play some defense? Can Matty T just get out there and cause some havoc? I don't know, but... Sixers are playing really good. I'm enjoying it. They're not a really fun team to watch. But on the odd occasion, you're just like, Jesus Embiid's good. What can you do? Like the move that he pulled on the Joker the other day, just to sort of go around in reverse jam, you're like, Jesus. What other dude that size can do that? Anyway, Boston, also weekend winners. I mean, they get some help from the shitty refs. Uh, horrible refing. 
But to bounce back after losing three straight to what the Heat, the Magic, and the Knicks, that was big. Still missing dudes, but you'd rather miss them now than in May. Good job by the Celtics. That was a huge statement win as well for them over the Lakers. With all the bitching and moaning, to keep your head and actually win it out in the overtime. Massive vibes. Uh, the Raptors. Don't look now, but they're kind of a uh, couple of big road wins. Kings, Portland, you know, lost to what the Warriors in there for good measure, but they're 23 and 28. They're in 12th, and they're like that one team where you're like, if they just get on a roll, they're the super weird, fucky, dangerous team from that 9 through 12 teams, right? Like, you'd be much more afraid of the Raptors and the Pacers, the Bulls, or the Wizards. So uh, just saying, good job by the Raps. Uh, the Wolves, they've won a few straight. Good on them. Three on the trot. They've just gone, yes, we'll give the ball to our best player. In a surprise twist, it's good basketball to do so, you morons. Here we are. It's good to see them, uh, you know, even D'Lo is hitting shots out of nowhere. Uh, but they've won three straight against their Western brethren. Ant-Man's on a roll. Looking great. Looking good. Trade Carl Anthony Towns right now. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> do it. Don't be a coward, you cowards. Oh, God. Uh, the Clippers, speak of don't look now, they're in fourth. It felt like literally, I don't know, a week and a half ago, they were in ninth, and uh, now it's fourth. But that's the West because there's literally one game between them and ninth. <laughs> so that's how it happens. Uh, seriously, the Clippers are in fourth. The Suns are in ninth. Uh, there is one game between all those interceding six teams. Doing expanded out. There is two games between 4th and 11th. Oh boy. Three games between 4th and 12th. <laughs> Even better, between 3rd and 12th, there are four and a half games. That is absolutely fucking psycho. The West is chaos. Um, but the Clippers, I mean, seriously, you rip off two against the Spurs, that's fine. But they had, what, the five straight wins and they lose that one where they just pumped it. Uh, to the Cleveland Cavaliers because Cleveland, the cowards. Oh, we don't want to play Kawhi back to back. So maybe he might hurt himself. Yeah, all right, sure. Uh, whom else, Jim? Uh, how about Washington? I feel like they should go on the weekend losers, but they've won five straight, and this is just what they've done all year. They trade Rui. It's like, no, nah, cool. We've got Kuzma. He's our guy. Off we go. Identity's kind of there. Go hard or go home, I say. Uh, the Bucks they've won four on the trot as well. They sort of turned around like after, you know, getting Giannis back, I think, basically cures most ills. Uh, but also, like, they've looked so scrappy at times, but then they absolutely fucking pummeled. Pummeled. That Pelicans uh, team without CJ McCollum. So you're like, yep, it was always coming. No dice and Daniels either. Um, but Giannis have 50. Like, yep, that'll that'll do, pig. That'll do. Crushing it. Uh, and if Middleton's sort of, you know, in, out, in, out, what am I doing? I don't know. Am I playing? Yeah, kind of hearing bits. It's a bit of a worry. But as long as Giannis is healthy, I think you're kind of cruising. Uh, that might be about... I mean, the Warriors have won two on the trot now. Uh, they've got to be feeling pretty good about themselves. And... It's just those moments that they get to go, yeah, I think we're still pretty good, man. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, they are. Uh, what else? Jaron Jackson Jr., he's a winner. Uh, so he had some 
some sook on Reddit saying, oh, he's got fake blocks coming from the home statistician. And now everybody's like, oh, he's a fake defender. And his odds dropped for Defensive Player of the Year. Then he had a million places literally go through all of his, like, logged blocks, and it's like maybe one or two are questionable. So now everybody's like, hang on a second. He's even fucking better than we thought. (laughs) An amazing turnaround for Jaron Jackson Jr. You love it. Weekend losers! Who could this be? We're not losers. No, you two are winners. Big winners. When I grow up, I want to marry a big winner like you guys. (laughs) Shut up. Loser. 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 The Lakers stink. I mean, talk about sooks, losers. Jesus, have a fucking cry. (laughs) We never get calls. You're the Lakers. Shut up. Look, they led that game, what, 11 points at one point, and you're just like, nah, they blew it. To blame it all on the refs and then shitting the bed in overtime and just, like, the overacting of LeBron, Pat Bev going off chop, which I did appreciate. Like, the commitment to the bit was fucking amazing. But just like, oh, the one missed call. The refs are cheating. Yes, yes. The NBA definitely hates the Lakers and are definitely throwing their bodies in front of having them having a successful year. Jesus. Uh, There were some interesting stats, though, being thrown around about that ref and uh, investigations and (laughs) the record of the Celtics in games that he's officiated. But also, you know, that's also the vagaries of uh, if the Celtics are good, of course they're going to win a lot of games that you ref, you know? (laughs) Right? Right? Uh, the Knicks, uh, tough one for them because, oh, but Jimmy, they just beat, like, you know, Boston. Yeah, they beat Boston. Then they shit the bed and lose to Brooklyn. It was the most Nixy of Nixy sort of things to really nix it up to, where you're like, Knicks, got good vibes. Ah, oh, you've lost to the Nets. Oh, we're on the road. Yeah, it's across a bridge. <laughs> it's like, seriously, if they had have just popped this fucking shorthanded Nets team, they'd have won three on the trot after losing four on the trot. And it's just like, just get something going. At the same time, it's the Knicks, so sucked in, I guess. Um, but like, like Knicks fans have got to be looking at this like going, all right, if we lose a couple more games like this, it might spur us into action and like pull off a big move or something because they have these moments of looking like they can beat anybody, like they did when they beat Boston. But then they have like these games against the Nets and you're like, how do these guys score? What the fuck? And you're like, yeah, sometimes it's a bit of a slog. The Kings are fired the laser. We can only find the lasers when you win. Uh, two tough losses for the Kings. They're just the offense has sort of just gotten really squirrely. Uh, it's a bit smelling your own farts vibes, I think, from the Kings for a second. Like to lose to, to the Raptors at home and pretty badly too, mind you. Like give up a huge run. Um, and just get fucking smoked. You're like, what is going on? And then just get fucking outworked by the Wolves. Not great signs. So that means they've lost three of the last four, and that came after the really great vibes of the six-game win, six win streak, right? So Kings, they'll be fine. It's just they play the Wolves again. So this is like one of those great, uh, you lose the Wolves, you stay in Minnesota, you hang out, 
Probably have a practice in there. Watch them come out and beat the Timberwolves tomorrow. If they don't, you'd be really worried. But still a bit of a rough weekend. Just looked a little bit off. Ah, the Pelicans. Mentioned that earlier. Eight-game losing streak. Uh, The fucking injury list is now just an absolute mash unit. Uh, with obviously no Zion, CJ McCollum, Spindles Ingram, Dyson Daniels. So Dyson's out with an ankle. Uh, he'll be out for a little bit of time, apparently, according to Willie Green. Willie! Willie Green. Uh, Spindles, obviously, a bit of load management coming back from his injury. CJ McCollum, uh, just one of those things where like, he's a veteran. You might need to give him some time off. And he's like, yeah, can I get some time off? It feels like a bit of an RDO for CJ McCollum. Uh, but... My vibe about this and why it's a weekend lose is like if you can't beat the Wizards, like even shorthanded, like you shouldn't make the playoffs. I think that's that should just be the rule. That's the rule. Adam Silver, where's my paycheck? Come on. Seriously. Just saying, let's fucking pack her up. Um, but CJ is awesome. He's fun. I'm still getting over Anthony Davis saying it's bullshit. It's unacceptable. We got cheated tonight. What a suck. That's beautiful. Uh, anyway, so without CJ, you have those moments where you're like, "Yeah, bit of a tough one." And it's not, it's not like the one that they lost the other uh, two. Fucking, oh, now I've lost who they lost to. Um, but you get pummeled, and you're like, "Yep, yeah, cool. We'll just sit CJ anyway." Against the Bucks, came after a few losses. The Wizards one though was tough. One thirteen, one hundred three. Probably want to see more. <laughs> Like, you got beaten by Dan Gafford, 21 and 12. Seriously, what are you doing? Spindles was in that game. CJ was in that game. You need to win that. You know, Jonas goes, and it's like, Jesus. They don't have the extreme zinger meal either at the moment. The extreme zinger meal. He's out with his ankle. He's out for a couple of weeks. So, it's just, I don't know sometimes. Jonas got booted. Because he sort of elbowed Taj Gibson in the head, but anyway, um, tough scenes for the Pelicans. They were the good feel-good story, and now they're currently in eighth, eight games straight that they've lost, twenty-six and twenty-five. The thing is, the West is so fucking tight that they can accordion back up there pretty quickly. I reckon uh, the Bulls, oh, Jimmy, they should be on the winners list. They beat the Magic, yeah. After losing to the Hornets, <laughs> and after losing to the Pacers. Still 23 and 26. It's just... Ugh, they're exhausting. That's what the Bulls are. Because as I've pointed out time and time again on this here program, what do they do? If you go back to the entire start of the season, the Bulls go, two losses, two wins, two losses, two wins, two losses, a win, four losses, two wins, a loss, a win, Three losses, two wins. Four losses, three wins. A loss, two wins. Two losses, three wins. Three losses, three wins. Two losses, a win. Like, there is zero fucking just consistency about this team. Which is weird because their lineup is basically the same. It's just like there is something fucked about that team. Anyway, uh, what else? Losers, players voting. There you go, all-star. A bit of all-star voting. I love... The players voting like, oh, we should get a vote. It should just be us. We know the game better than anyone. Also, four of you pricks voted for Chet Holmgren to be an all-star starter. 
Chet Holmgren, you might remember, is injured and has never played an NBA game. So, I find it a bit of a stretch that he should be voted an all-star starter. NBA players. Oh, Jimmy, it's just his teammates having a bit of a go. Yeah, fuck off. If you want to be taken seriously, then act fucking seriously. It's not hard, you dickheads. (laughs) We should be all the votes. The fans don't know anything. The fans are the one who fucking pay your fucking way, idiots. What are you doing? Anyway, uh, obviously another weekend loser, Joel Embiid, missing out on the uh, all-star starting nod. I guess I'm an asshole. It's like, yeah. I mean, I didn't say it. You did. But it's like, that's the read. <laughs> I fucking love Joel Embiid and he's like just troll vibes. It's great. Uh, Steph Curry got fined the 25 grand for uh, throwing his mouthpiece. Keeps getting tossed for it. It's the only three times he's ever been tossed. Um, enjoyed that, though. That's a weekend loser because he lost 25 grand. Uh, the refs, um, obviously, are the weekend losers. Like, rescinded texts, missed calls, fine them. Simple as that. Fine them. You know what will fix it? Quick smart? Fines. Um, other weekend losers, the Lakers, Avasook. Again, I'm just going to go back on there. That was... It's bullshit. We cheated. We got cheated out of it. All right. Another weekend loser, LeBron. 41-9-8 and eight in that game, and he still gets a loss. All right, so NBA Australia pre-performance of the weekend. Uh, we should do that, shouldn't we? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> That's not a knife. That's a knife. Uh, the Pelicans had 19 points in the first quarter today. Giannis had 18. That's pretty good. Ends up with a 50. As I mentioned, it was a sh- stupid stat line because he is ridiculous. What a game. Uh, yeah, he was immense. The 50 just sort of comes out of nowhere. You're like, oh, God, that's a lot of points. 50, 13, and 4, 20 of 26 from the floor, 3 of 4 from downtown, 7 of 12 at the line. Kyrie had a bit of a weekend, didn't he? Uh, Giannis did as well. He had the 41 in the game before this. So anytime you can throw, what, 91 points across two games? Yeah, not bad. Pretty good weekend, bro. Pretty good weekend. Kyrie, though, similar vibes. He had the 32 against the Knickerbockers. Yes, and had the 40 against the Pistons. So pretty bloody good. He's averaging like 36 points a game over his last five, six, without KD. Pretty good. How many of those have they won, Jim? Oh, one? <laughs> Two? What do you reckon? Yeah. It's not a great winning streak. But, I mean, that's the thing. If Kyrie's your best player, you in trouble. Um, He is very fun to watch. But at the same time, the winning doesn't exactly follow. Uh, oh, yeah, they've won three of those six. So he is absolutely loading up on the points, though. Um, what else? Whom else? Uh, the last one was going to be just a nice little pop-up from, of course, Joel Embiid. That was a fucking game and a half. Uh, if you weren't watching that Denver versus Philly game, just go back and watch it. Like, he was awesome. 47-18, five assists, three steals, two blocks. 18 of 31 from the floor, the 4 of 7 from downtown, 7 of 10 at the line, the dagger 3, the working over of Jokic. You're like, oof, oof. Uh, this is how you throw one's hat into the ring for MVP. Spot of the night. 
Spuds on the weekend. This is good spud territory at the moment. It's the sort of uh, end of gen just before the all-star break. I need a week off, boss, kind of vibes. Um, everybody's kind of just just limping to that break before the uh, last third of the season. Um, 0 5 for TJ McConnell. 0 5 for Kobe. Kobe White. Great shows from them. TJ today for that indie team. Oof. It's got 131. He went 0 5. I don't know how, but here we are. One of eight for Dario, the homie Sarich. Loved it. Loved it. Uh, pretty epic kind of fashion, actually. Uh, two of 11 for Dylan Brooks, the world's most useless. Useless. Uh, sort of hanger on. Two of 12 for Jabari Smith Jr. going up against uh, Paolo Banquero, fellow rookie, three of 14, which was followed by a four of 14, Paolo. Having a bit of a rough time there, are we? Yeah. Yeah, that's what we call the rookie wall, and it's uh, usually hitting around this time. The crazy thing is Paolo has been so good, you're kind of like, to be honest, you can get away with a couple of shit games. I think we'll be okay. Because he went 4 of 14. He still had 19 points against Miami. I mean, he might have been one of the reasons they lost, but he still got to the line a shit ton. Uh, he had 9-7-3 in that weird Chicago game that lost as well. Doesn't matter. Orlando... That's just good tanking. Um, who else? We had Rusty go 4 of 14 against the Celtics. I mentioned that. seventeen, uh, 7 of 17 for Lamello after his 2 of 15 against the Bulls. Love that. 2 of 15 is brutal territories. 4 of 12 for Waller Depot. My sweet baby, though. Carrots Levert, 1 of 12. Brutal. Brutal. Were you throwing that game, Karis? I'm just asking. Just asking the question. Oh, six from three. He did have nine assists, though. So, uh, but of course, the one true hero who got through and uh, delivered all that we asked from him this weekend, because we only had one, I believe, one player, I think, all weekend, who went and shot. Three eleven. That's right. It was Big Booty Car Larry. Thanks for coming, Big Booty. Uh, who's old mate? No mates. Old mate. 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 No mates. Who's got no mates today? Well, those refs are uh, very clearly. Oh, they cheated. Oh, sorry, Anthony Davis. Oh, I'm so sad. They cheated us. It's bullshit. It's actual bullshit. Have a fucking sook, mate. Uh, old mate, no mates. Actually, George Niang and Shake Milton in that Denver game, Shake was like, nah, I'm going to score this basket in this two-on-one. And George like, bro, I'm open. What are you doing? And Shake's like, nah, I'm going to get just fucking knocked away at the rim and uh, cause a foul. George and he then had some words and had a go at each other on the bench. Joel Embiid had to step in and be peacemaker, which is pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, a bit weird, bit odd. Loved it. Uh, actual mates, though. So to skew away from the old mate, no mates, actual mates. Joel Embiid was asked about the Nikola Jokic like, rivalry. He's like, it's not a rivalry. I love the big fella. Two-time MVP, one of the best players in the league, and he's such a good player. I'm a big fan. They're actual mates. How good's that? I love it. Ah, uh, pantsing of the night. 
Fatty, fatty, fat, fat. Uh, Miles Deuce McBride uh, got smoked by Nick Claxton. Jesus. Dude got fucking smashed. Uh, Jalen Duran stopped Bruno Fernando. Like, stopped him flat dead. That was a pretty good one. Uh, just sent him. Like, I love a good sending him back. So, Claxton smoked McBride. Duran smoked Fernando. Um, I think the best one probably that I saw on the weekend was uh, Naz Reed crossing up Trey Lyles, Trey Lyles on the perimeter and then just fucking crunching Chemezi Medu. It was, uh, yeah, not bad, not bad. <laughs> the actual pantsing of the night. Is it Tatum? Was it Was it, Was it? it Tatum just pantsing LeBron? Because uh, LeBron posts a story saying, good block to Jason Tatum. Tatum responds with, last night was a blur, good game, champ. Good block, Jason Tatum, says LeBron. You know, eyebrow raise emoji, wide open eyes emoji, flat mouth emoji. But Tatum champs him. Beautiful. Last night was a blur. Good game, champ. <laughs> oh, no. LeBron should retire now. If you're getting champed by Jason Tatum, it's like, yeah, pack her up, boys. Pack her up. Anyway. Um, Still getting over Giannis, getting the back-to-back threes or whatever it was to get to the 50. Fuck, it was good. Uh, but, yeah, there you go. Naz Reed, awesome. The pantsing by Tatum. And uh, to be honest, the pantsing of the refs, like like everyone else, referees make mistakes. We made one at the end of last night's game, and it's gut-wrenching for us. This play will weigh heavily and cause sleepless nights as we strive to, stri- strive to be the best referees we can be. Our kids hate us, and we're shit at our jobs. <laughs> what are we doing? Shut up, nerds. Anyway, uh, look, more power to anyone who is a ref. I fucking love it, but Jesus, you can't be missing shit like this and like then putting out a fucking weepy statement like that. What are you doing? Have some respect. Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think you're going to get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros. Now I can be average. You're coming for everybody. Coming for everybody. Uh, Jeremy Sohan, fuck, I love him. He's so much fun. 30 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists the other day. Made all five one-handed free throws. He's rad. He's fun. He's a bit wonky. He's got the uh, the famous Spurs uh, number ten made famous. You know who? <laughs> you know who? Gazy, give it up for Gazy. Uh, the San Antonio Bandera Spurs. That's what he was. Love that ten jersey. Um, and so chant Sohan is out there in the ten made famous by Gazy. And the 30-point game was awesome. He was so good. 30 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists, 11-25 from the wall, 3 of 6 from 3. He, everyone's like, oh, he's not a shooter. He's not bad. He's gotten so much better throughout the season as well. Um, I think this month, yeah, throughout January, he shot 38% from 3. And, you know, on a couple of attempts per game, it's not bad. So good on him. Happy days. Also, just... To be honest, what am I loving? It's mostly the vibes that he's like a cross between Rodman with the hair and the Spurs jersey and Andrew Gates because he's in the 10. You know, it's just it's just a good vibe. <laughs> it's just a good vibe. Prove me wrong, kids. Prove me wrong. The weirdest part is like obviously Rodman was 10 as well. So, yeah. Uh, what about Dickhead of the Weekend? Dickhead of the Week! <laughs> it's kind of... It's like between Anthony Davis just fucking like out loud crying. Uh, it's got to be Pat Bev grabbing the camera to show the refs and the refs going, 
Look, Patrick, we're fucking sick of your shit. Fuck off. Being too demonstrative with his uh, <laughs> opposition to a call. But as I said on Facey, I think I respect his commitment to the bit. Like, if you're going to get the camera to show the refs, like, lean into it and keep trying to show them. And it was pretty funny because the ref going, no, 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 I don't want to see it, Patrick. It's like, but this is proof on camera of how you fuck this. I'm just I'm just offering it to you. <laughs> so that's a little bit of a combo dickhead of the weekend, kind of appreciate a legend of the weekend. Just so. All right, let's do some ENRs right after this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Miss McCarran. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey, guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark Worthington, or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And 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 you're listening to NBA Australia. you're listening to NBA Australia. Let's do it. Time for some Yenas. Brought to you by the NBA Australia merch. Go get your merch, get your merch. People! Get your merch, get your merch. Wear it! Get your merch, get your merch. Get your merch, get your merch. I mean, listen to the man. Go get it. NBAAustralia.com slash shop. Or just through the uh, you know socials. Links are right there. Nice pictures. Away you go. And yeah, look. Pretty obvious ones, I think, for Yenas come out of the old uh, NBA All-Star voting. Uh, so is Charles Barkley right? Zion shouldn't be a sh- starter. Yeah, nah. Uh, look, Chuck said, I would have went with Sabonis or Markinen. I don't think you can miss 20 games in the first half of the season. I just don't think that's fair. Yeah, nah. Nah, I'm all right with it. Four million plus fan votes. My entire approach to the All-Star will always be it's a fucking exhibition for the fans. It's between him and AD. He did more for longer than Anthony Davis did. Had better numbers. Was absolutely smashing it. Actually, the better numbers, well, it was pretty close, actually. Um, pretty interesting, actually. Across the per 36, they're very, very, very close. Zion's rebounding wasn't great this year, but he's that fucking popular, it's kind of like, fuck it. Um, so the tricky part is when you say, oh, you shouldn't make it. It's like, all right, I would have probably gone with Sabonis, but the problem is Sabonis got absolutely sunk by the fan votes. He literally came ninth. He had the third most media votes, fifth most for the other players. Mark had the fourth most player votes, fifth in media and seventh in fan votes behind like Paul George and Wiggins and Zion and AD. So Zion goes third in player votes, fourth in fan voting, and fourth in media. So, look, it's tough, but I can pay it. I mean, what? Sabonis played 17 more games than Zion, which is a lot. But, I mean, Zion gets all that fucking fan publicity. It's kind of fun. It's pretty crazy. I would want Sabonis in there. I think he's been better this year for longer. And he's impacted his team more. But, I mean, when Zion was healthy, that team was fucking flying. And he was playing his guts out. Same thing happened for AD, but only for a shorter stretch, it felt like. Um, AD only, what, played... Well, up until he came back the other day. Um, he's only started 25 games this season. Zion, 29, 46 for Suvlaki King. But it's a tough one. Like, marketing has been really, really good. But you're going to struggle with the Utah and Sacramento markets. 
unless like your team has a big track record with you helming them to like big success and like being able to have a cool game that people want to see, which is what Zion's got. So Zion's got the small market. He's got a big personality and a big profile. Sometimes all-star, that's what's going to happen. Uh, speaking of which, Josh Giddy, small market, OKC. This isn't about him being a starter because let's all settle down. But he said, you know, Shea was robbed. Was he? Yeah, nah, nah. Look, it's tough because, like, what, Steph missed time, but he's also been so fucking good when he has played. I'd probably still have Jar Morant over Steph. Jar came third on player fan and media votes. SGA came fourth in player fan and media votes. And uh, Luca and Steph split the top two. So you can't really argue with that. He's all right. Uh, last one, did Embiid just make a legit statement for MVP? Yeah, nah, yeah. And that's the sort of thing that people just sort of have stick in their mind a little bit, especially in the second half of the season. Head into All-Star and B just sort of, as long as he stays healthy, this is like a bit of a springboard where the Nuggets drop a couple in a row now. Um, Joker should probably still win his third straight. But in B just uh, with a game like that, it's the one where you go, hey, uh, now that's cool, but remember when I kick the MVP's ass? Yeah. I love it. Unpopular opinion of the day, quickly. Uh, the belly aching about All-Star is fun. I love it. But also, like, that's why the NBA haven't expanded the rosters to 15 like a sane organization would, right? Like, if CJ McCollum has to miss 100 All-Star games to drive some more engagement for Adam Silver, then fucking CJ McCollum is going to miss 100 more All-Star games. <laughs> if the media can use snub more... The NBA will fucking drop the rosters down to eight. <laughs> not going to give a shit. Like, it's still weird that it's only 12. Oh, it's an active roster. It's like fucking 15. Off you go. Boom. Also, if you want players to sort of be involved and, like, engaged, maybe so they don't have to play so much in the actual All-Star game, actually have 15 and actually have some reserves. Christ. Anyway. Um, what about the Outback Takeouts for today? It's Monday at our back. You know what that means? Yep, that's right. Me and the squid. We just walked out onto the street, found a magpie, ripped its legs off, went right, there you go. Boom. Maggie legs. Only at our back. That's right. We're trialing a new entree. Maggie legs. It was already dead. Settle down. We didn't kill it. Either way, today's flame grill take is the way to spice up NBA All-Star Weekend is to have the dunk comp and the three-point comp split into two. That's right. Big guys dunk comp, little guys dunk comp. Big guys three-point comp, little guys three-point comp. Let's fucking go. Speed it up. Get through the things. Let's see big dudes going going head-to-head. Little guys going head-to-head. And then the ultimate. Big guys versus little guys for all the marbles. Right at the end of it. That'll bring the fucking house down. Only at Outback. Just got to limit the field. Four big guy, maybe three big guy dunkers. One dude gets through. Three little guy dunkers. One dude gets through. They go head to head. Three point shooters, same vibe. Maybe we do four big guys. Yeah, four big guys, four little guys. Boom. Two of them get through from each. The four shoot off. Off we go. I just fixed All-Star Weekend. Fuck off. Adam Silver, where's me job? 
Junior Vice President of Common Sense. I'm just fucking saying, Adam. Just saying. Right, Art. Australian Player Watch right after. Let's say this one from my best friend. This is Mick K, and you'll listen to NBA Australia. All right, Australian Player Watch. Um, I mentioned it, Benny Simmons out at the moment with his, uh, I don't know, undisclosed knee strain kind of thing. Um, it's like, oh, I'm going to play against Philly. Ah, I've got zero points on three shots against Detroit. And it hurts. It hurts. Seven assists, one rebound, one steal. Oh, three shooting. Thanks for coming, Ben. It's like, this is going badly. I don't want to play. I just don't want to play. Uh, Patty Thrills, Patty Mills, though, has gotten back out there, which is great to see. And, uh, you know, it's just always nice to have the uh, the boys back. So, Patty Thrills got out there against the New York Knickerbockers of New York City. Three of seven from the floor, seven points, two assists, one rebound. One of five from downtown. Didn't play in the second half, though, because Jacques Vaughan is a fucking anti-Australian biased bastard. Uh, six points, though, he had against Detroit. Love that. One of four from downtown, two of five from the floor. Let's go, Patty. Let's bloody go. You love to see it. Just don't dog the boys, Jacques. Don't dog the boys. Seriously, don't fucking dog them. Uh, Dyson Daniels, as mentioned, out with the ankle injury. Bit of a shit one. Hopefully the vacuum is back soon. Rock em, sock em, block em, jock em. Landau, two points against the Mavericks. Uh, back on Friday, went one-on-one from the floor. They could have used him more because he sort of changed the uh, the layout of the floor for the Suns because Aiton just decided to stop rebounding and Jock came out there and made it a lot harder. But anyway, uh, Greeny, back for the Mavs. Speaking of which, he was in that Phoenix game against uh, Jock. He had nine points, four rebounds, three assists, crushed it, two steals, three of eight from the floor, one or two from downtown. And then against the Yaz, he took 12 shots. It's amazing. The most shots he's taken all season in a game. Probably his entire career as well. Um, 4 of 12 from the floor in the end. 11 points, 5 assists, 3 rebounds, 1 of 6 from downtown. Greeny's shot has come along in leaps and bounds uh, this year. 1 of 6 from 3, though. That's a bit of a kick in the guts. Aussie Matty T in the win over the Nugs for the Sixers. 2 points, 2 rebounds, 1 of 2 shooting in 12 minutes. Love that. Delhi Still hasn't missed in January or in 2023. He had one rebound, one assist last week against Memphis, and that was it. Jingling Joe Ingles, nine points, two rebounds, three assists, and a steal against the Pelicans. Be a Pelican, not a Pelican, Joe. Uh, three of five from downtown. You love to see that stroke dropping. And then six points, three assists, one rebound, two or four from three. All the field goals that he took against the Pacers in that big win as well. And, of course, what about Giddy Up? Let's go, Giddy Up. Josh Giddy, 15 points, six rebounds, three assists. 6 of 12 shooting. Didn't take a 3. It's the first time in 2003, 2023 rather, uh, that he hasn't taken a 3 bomb against the Cavs, but they got the win, 112-100. So 15-6-3, you'll take that. 3 or 4 at the line, though. Good shit. Right, let's do a uh, Andrew Gay's Grand Mumber Award for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Excellence. This is just a quick one. It's the first Andrew Gay's Grey Mumber Just 
just a really quick one. Um, I think we had LeBron. First player in NBA history to record 130-point games with three different teams. <laughs> it's one of those ones where you're like, that's excellent. But then you're like, oh, what other lunatic is playing for so many different teams and putting up so many 30-point games? Well, that's just excellent because he's that bloody good. Um, I also think, I've got a feeling I had a, uh, in uh, it was sent through to the socials that i got to bring up and uh, just check. I'll do it right now. Because why the fuck not? What are you going to do, stop me? Oh, yeah, it was Scotty Baxter. Zion a starter. Yeah, nah, hype over substance. Yeah, it is a bit of hype over substance because the Suvlaki King is the substance. The hype is Zion's profile. The substance has been Sabonis' fucking wins and performance this season. So Sabonis should have made it. But, I mean, you can't argue with the fan vote sometimes. Especially when he was that good while it was all going on. But yeah, good excellence though from uh, LeBron. 130 plus point games with three different teams. Jesus. Alright. Patty Mills Game Day, Ball Game Day, Twitter check in. Uh, let's just check Patty's IGs. How's that sound? Good? Good. That's what we're doing. Um, oh, we've got a new Patty story. Let's check that out. Oh, how's that drip? Patty's looking fucking awesome. Radical pants, big old boots, nice red top, and uh, looking cool. I think Jock's got a new one too, so... But Patty, he's out there. Patty Mills posted this one. Wow, fire heat check. He's got the sick new shoes. Um, just a bit of the Brooklyn sort of locker room. Looking good. Love it. The Under Armour shoes. On you, Patty. All uh, right, let's do some game previews and picks. Game previews. Game previews. Thanks, Inverting Vane. Not a problem. How's it all going, Jimmy? Yeah, not bad. Just, you know, have a big weekend, get on the tins. Suddenly you can't do a show. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit wobbly on you. Uh, the picks on the weekend, we went 16 of 26. It was a bit hit and miss. Uh, let's have a look. It was Friday. Yeah, Friday against the spread with 3 of 6. Head-to-head Saturday, 3 of 5. 7 of 11 on Sunday, head-to-head. And 3 of 4 today, head-to-head. Not bad. So I was picking those days in advance. Uh, right, let's do the game picks, though. Oh, what's it leave us at for the season? 471 of 732. Nice. It's pretty good. I'd say it's bloody good. That's right. Um, what do we got? Tuesday, Orlando will go to Philly. Philly, look, one of the best teams in the NBA covering the spread at home. Um, Orlando are kind of feisty. I think Philly just too good for Orlando, uh, both defensively and offensively. So give me Philly minus 10.5. Orlando, look, a sneaky good on the road covering as well, but I just think Philly's a juggernaut at the moment. Lakers plus 9.5 at Brooklyn. No LeBron, no Anthony Davis. Brooklyn without, obviously, KD and probably Ben Simmons. I'm going to say the Lakers plus 9.5. I think they just sort of keep that close. Brooklyn might eke out the win, but Brooklyn don't often blow teams out. And to win by 10 is a bit much. Um, Golden State at OKC. Warriors on the road still stink. Thunder, pretty good at home, actually, against the spread. So plus four and a half. I'll take the OKC there. It's a bit of a weird one where you've got the perimeter defense of the Thunder. It comes and goes. The Warriors shooting is pretty great. But they've just been so bad on the road. This might be a bit of a turning point. I think they eke out a win, maybe. 
but the Thunder still cover that four and a half. Washington, five and a half point underdogs against the Spurs. Bit of a tricky line, the five and a half, but I'll take Washington. As I said, sort of rolling at the moment. That's when they get you, Jim. That's when they get you. Nah, fuck it. Let's go, Wizards. Sacramento, plus one and a half in Minnesota. I mentioned that one earlier. This is the one where they've stayed in town for a couple of days, gotten acclimatized, come out and beat the Wolves. So I'll take Sacramento. Toronto, they go to Phoenix. I'm taking the Suns. They are also rolling. Two and a half point favorites are the Suns at home. Raptors on this big West Road trip. I think the Suns with Cam Johnson back now, they just want to found a bit of something, something. Atlanta, they go to Portland. They're two and a half point underdogs. How good is this? Trey Young, DeJunte Murray up against Anthony Simons. Damian Lillard. Oh, I just trust the. Portland without Nurk, without Josh Hart, probably. Atlanta are a little bit healthier at the moment, so I think I'll take Atlanta plus two and a half. It doesn't feel good, but I will. Wednesday, Heat Cavs. How good's that? The LeBron Bowl for teams that he doesn't play with anymore. Uh, I'll take the Cavs at home, where they're just a fucking juggernaut. Uh, Heat, just so scrappy. You never know who's going to be fucking playing for them. Lakers at Knicks. I'll take the Lakers, actually. Oh, actually, no, I can't do that. Lakers on a back-to-back. Oh, actually, they'll probably bring back AD and... Yeah, it's the first leg of a back-to-back. They'll probably bring back LeBron and Anthony Davis for the Knicks. I like that. They would have gone, Hey, uh, LeBron, Anthony, would you like to play at Madison Square Garden against the Knicks or at Barclays against Brooklyn? And they both went, uh, MSG, you dummy. Give me the Lakers then. Fuck it. Clippers and Bulls. That's a fascinating game. Paul George, Kawhi. Up against DeMar DeRozan there. And Zachy Cakes, Adam Levine. Ah, uh, that the Clippers. As I said, looking good at the moment. Bucks hosting the Hornets. Bucks should smash them. Nuggets hosting the Pelicans. They will also demolish them after a couple of losses. Pelicans losing streak continues. How about the Wizards hosting the Pit? No, they're going to the Pistons. Sorry, on Thursday. Ah, uh, could the Wiz really get to seven wins? I think the Pistons might throw a bit of a spanner in the works. They don't get the home win. Pistons over the Wiz. Magic go to the Sixers. Again, they stick in town. I'd probably take the line for the Magic here, but the Sixers might also win this again. But uh, I'd take the Magic at the line the second time around after staying in Philly for a couple of days. Uh, Sixers with the win. Grizzlies host the Blazers. I'll take the Grizz. They're feeling pretty good at the moment. Uh, Blazers on the road, not much chop. Celtics hosting the Nets. The Celtics will kill the Nets without Kevin Durant. Uh, Thunder at the Rockets. Give me the Thunder Rockets. Thunder over the Rockets because they are a rudderless, pointless team at the moment. Warriors at Wolves. Ant-Man versus Steph. How good is this? But Warriors still stink on the road. Oh. The Andrew Wiggins trade. Watch for Delo to go big or try to go big and maybe shoot them out of it. But let's take the Wolves. Fuck it. Kings at Spurs. Kings back on their shit. Let's go Kings. Raptors at the Yaz. I think the Raptors can win that one. There's too much perimeter talent on the Raps. They should be at the Jazz after a loss to Phoenix. Uh, Hawks at Suns. I'll take the Suns. They're just too good. Hawks just squirrely. Friday. Look, I'll try to do a show Thursday night uh, just in case I don't. Friday, Lakers at Pacers. I'll take the Lakers. Grizzlies at Cavs. I'll take the Cavs again. That's a fucking good game, though. Jesus. Heat at Knicks. I'll take the Heat. It's a great 90s brawl there, quite literally. Alonzo. Larry Johnson. Jeff Van Gundy holding on for dear life. Hornets are Bulls. I'll take the Bulls. Even though they just beat them. Um, <laughs> Bulls better win that one. Pelicans at Mavericks. Mavericks, Pelicans, both all banged up. I reckon the Mavs at home might just sneak that out. Warriors at Nuggets. What a tasty matchup that is. Let's go Denver 
because the Warriors will be on a back-to-back, so a bit of a tough one going into Denver. And then Clippers and Bucks, also a really good one. I'll stick with... Oh, I think the Clippers might pip them there. Let's go the Clippers over the Bucks at home in Milwaukee. Love it. There you go. That's today's show. Love it. As your week set up for you. Uh, as I keep saying, we'll be back daily soon. Uh, now that the NFL season is uh, slowing and almost done, NFL Australia uh, literally only has like three more episodes, essentially. Um, so uh, we should be all good to go from there, I'd say. Yeah? Sound good? Good. Uh, either way, make sure you're following NBA Australia on Twitter, Face the ID, all over the socials. NFL Australia, as I mentioned, with me and Gaz. Gaz and I. Chopping it up each week about the NFL. I'm also on Fox Sports Lab NBA. Uh, go check that out on the socials through BetR and uh, on the YouTubes and Fox Sports Lab NFL as well. Same thing, BetR and on the YouTubes. Uh, right, what else? Chuck us a rating review on your podcast app. Come on, help a brother out. Uh, I don't ask for much. I really don't. But if you want to go buy some merch, go do that. Uh, big thanks go to From Oslo for the intro and outro song. <laughs> do it. Uh, they're great. Check out their album, Running Out of Time. Fuck, it's good. From Oz... Oh, no, that's House Hats. From Oslo Rule. I love them. Their new other band, House Hats. They're great too. Also, big thanks to Joshua De Laurentiis, Fascinator, Goldmine, Dram Shakalami, Iowa, Sex Jedi, Green, 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 and Dozers for all the tunes you hear throughout the show. Smash them on Bandcamp, Triple J and Earth, Face the Apple Music, Spotify. Remember, NBA Australia Sports Training Band. So should you. I'm going to close out today's show with a brand new deli review of Only Murders in the Building, apparently. All right. Good. All right, we'll catch you on Thursday, I reckon. Sounds good? Radical. All right, see you then, you dickheads. This is NBA Australia saying look after yourselves, would you? And later, Hosanna. Oi, 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 how the fuck are you, dickheads? That's right, it's your old mate Deli over here just swinging by going, fucking, I don't know what's going on with my kings at the moment. I've had to kick everyone's ass in the year and go, fucking, keep your head in the game, you fuckheads. Just like when I was at Mirabar High School and, like, playing Ruck Rover and shit and, like, the boys would be getting all a bit squirrely and shit out and, like, we'd be playing against, like, fucking Ararat and all these other shit fucking towns or whatever and I'd be, like, in and under all these fucking packs we'd be getting smashed and I'm like, fucking, get back into fucking position. Fucking keep your head in the game. Sometimes, you know, you just got to fucking whip these little young whippersnappers into shape. So it's kind of what I've been doing. Anyway, uh, so been stuck in Minnesota for a couple of days and shit. It's like, no good pubs here. Fuck this. I'm just like, nah. Nah, there's a couple of good drinking holes, but shit. Just got to, you know, chill out. A bit cold out and all that sort of stuff. Minnesota and fucking winter, man. So I've like entirely smashed through like, all two seasons of only murders in the building and shit. You know that telly show? With, like, fucking the guy with the white hair. What's his fucking name? Steve O. Martin. And then, like, the other funny bloke that he was in, like, the three amigos with. Fucking Martin Short. They're both funny as fuck as well, right? I love it. And, like, the rest of the show is... I'm just, like, hooked because it's, like, a fucking murder mystery, like, you know, each season. So you sort of find, like, no, no, no spoils or nothing, but it's just, like, fucking as it unfolds, you're like, oh, that's sick as. Yeah, fuck yeah, pretty good. So, yeah, really enjoyed it. So, I reckon if you're looking for an enthralling uh, two-season watch for the moment, you can go see it all. Is it on the Disney's? I think it's on the Disney's. Go check it out. I'll give Only Murders in the Building, like, I don't know, 18 out of 10 deli ones because it's fucking good. 
And they're funny as shit, like they are, blokes. Hey, yeah. Good stuff. Go check it out. Oh, right, there you go. That's my pop culture review for this week. I'll talk to you next week. Later, fuckers. Dell out.